Hello and welcome to another conversation with Open Minds. So just me, me today. I'm just going to sit here and I want to briefly just touch on some short subjects about Black history. Um, I want to bore you to death. Don't want to give you too much information. I know you don't want to hear me rattling on about whatever. So I will try to keep it as brief as possible. 1915, Black History Month was basically started out as, I guess, Negro History Week, right after the 13th Amendment had abolished slavery. Um, Jesse Moreland and a Carter Woodson both basically founded the Study for Negro Life and History. And that was an organization that was dedicated to researching and promoting the achievements of Black Americans and others of African descent. So that's kind of just a brief, where did Black history kind of start? Now, just a couple of names I'm gonna mention, and then I'll let you get on with whatever it is you were doing for this brief interruption. Garrett Morgan, he was a son of two former slaves, born in 1877, had very little education, nothing more than maybe grade school education, became an inventor, a businessman, and a community leader. He was also, after witnessing a horrific accident, was the, an inventor of an early version of the three-position traffic light. So after that accident, apparently he decided to try to get a patent in 1922, and he was awarded said patent in 1923. Even though that was not the first of its kind, um, I guess it was just another variation of like the same thing. So he eventually sold his design, his particular design of the, the three-position light to GE for $40,000. Claudette Colvin, 15-year-old girl, 1955, March 2nd. Um, she refused to give up her seat on a bus. She basically felt that she had constitutional rights to remain seated near the middle of the vehicle, but apparently when challenged, she was then subsequently arrested. Obviously, we know she was the first, I should say, or one of the first noted. Um, Rosa Parks apparently did a very similar thing in the same year, 1955, around December. Bessie Coleman was the first licensed black pilot in the world. She had gone to school, flight school in France in 1919, even though she was not recognized for being a pioneer in aviation until after her death. Because history favored Amelia Earhart and the Wright brothers. But she still paved the way for a new generation of diverse flyers, just like the Tuskegee Airmen, apologize, the Blackbirds and the Flying Hobos. Ethel Waters, she was an American singer, started out singing the blues with the likes of Benny Goodman and Duke Ellington, also moved into jazz and swing in the 20s, um, and was the first African American to get her own primetime TV show. But she was also the first to be nominated for a primetime Emmy, but also the second nominated for a second African-American woman to be nominated for an Academy Award. Alice Coachman, <clears throat> she was born in Albany, Georgia. Running on dirt roads and jumping over makeshift hurdles, she became one of the first African-American women in any country to win an Olympic gold medal in the 1948 Summer Olympics in London. She set a record for the high jump at that Games, leaping a 5 feet 6.18 inches 
And throughout her career, she'd won over 34 national titles, 10 of them which were in the high jump. She officially was inducted into the National Track and Field Hall of Fame in 75 and the U.S. Olympic Hall of Fame in 2004. Gordon Parks, first African-American on the staff of Life magazine, and later he would be responsible for some of the most beautiful imagery in the pages of Vogue. He was also the first Black director of a major film, Shaft, helping shape the Black exploitation era of the 70s. He said, I saw the camera could be a weapon against poverty, against racism, against all sorts of social wrongs. I knew at that point I had to have a camera. Henrietta Lacks, 31-year-old, woman who had cervical cancer, unfortunately died at that age in 1951 um, at Johns Hopkins. Apparently a sample of her cells were taken without her consent. Well, fortunately for them, but unfortunately for her, her cells were able to double every 20 to 24 hours. I mean, basically continuing to get a life of their own and just constantly like regenerating. Um, so they used her cells at that point to study the effects of radiation and poisons and to study the human genome. They also stated that it was able to see how viruses work and it played a crucial role in helping getting a uh, polio vaccine. Okay, so that's all I've got. Nothing else, just a little bit of information about Black history as we come to the end of Black History Month. Didn't wanna keep you too long. I figured I would now turn you back to your regular programming. So I hope you enjoy whatever day you were having and please always remember to have a conversation with an open mind.